Welcome to the next generation in motorsports podcasting. This is Crush This, a monster truck podcast. And now your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Agosh. Welcome to episode two of Crush This, a Monster Truck podcast. I am your host, Brad Shaw, and somewhat beside me in Skype is Dan Agosh. Dan, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, Brad. I uh, want to say uh, thank you to Joseph Esther and Aaron Kane for our first episode. And uh, we're ready for this one here. We got some awesome guests coming in and uh, can't wait to uh, hear them out. Well, this week we have uh, Aaron Cromer and Matt Cody with us tonight. Um, but we just, like us again, we want to thank you to, uh, Joseph Esther and Aaron Kane and also to all you fans, you know, since that episode has appeared, we've just blown up in Facebook likes. I'm not sure what we're at right now. I don't have it in front of me, but we just want to say thank you. You know, it's, this is going to be awesome and it's going to be one hell of a ride. Well, I'll let you know, Brad, it's 173 likes right now. Oh, look at that. Dan's right on the ball. <laughs> well, he's all the way up in uh, West Virginia. I'm up here in Alberta, Canada, so it's two completely different places. But uh also want to say Merry Christmas to everybody, you know, the Christmas week, and hopefully you got what you wanted. Hopefully a lot of monster truck stuff. Um, but uh, coming up this weekend is uh, we're going to be heading to Trenton, New Jersey. Well, not us, but a lot of fans are going to be heading there to go see the first uh, show for Monster Jam. Yes, uh, we did express uh, last week's episode on uh, who's uh, going to be there. And uh, I will uh, refresh everyone's memory on who's going to be there. And then, uh, Brad, let's uh, go ahead and uh, give uh, our uh, take on who you think is going to win the Saturday show and uh, the Sunday show. If anyone wants to care about it, uh, there's going to be Saturday. uh, 2 p.m. and a 7.30, pit party at 11 if any of the fans are planning on going to Trenton. Uh, also, Sunday at 1, uh, the gates are open, but the show starts at 2. Um, we're going to, like I said on last week's episode, I believe I did the lineup, but I'm just going to do the, just the, just in case. Um, we're going to have Randy Brown in Gravedigger, Monster Mutt Dalmatian by Candace Jolly, Hot Wheels Firestorm driven by Scott Buto. Um, Fox Sports 1 Cletus by Frank Krimmel. Doomsday, we don't know who's driving it. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Black Stallion, um, driven by uh, it's uh, one of our guests tonight, Matt Cody. And Overkill Evolution, driven by Mikey Vodders Jr. So, Brad, um, out of that lineup, who do you uh, root for at Wheelies Racing in the... Freestyle, since uh, this is going to be a dirt small arena show. Well, my top three, I have to go for grave. One of the ones is Grave Digger and Randy Brown. Randy Brown is probably one of my favorite digger drivers. You know, it, he's up in my top five. Um, you also got uh, Frank Krimmel driving uh, the Cletus truck. He is such a great driver. You know, he is 
when as he's gotten in the seat of grinder and now into the Cletus truck, he has just shown a lot of progress. And for my, I'm for a dark horse. I'm gonna have to say it's got to be Scott Buto. Um, you know, there's just something about him. You know how hyped he gets when he's doing the you know TV shows and stuff like that. I can, re- I see that translating well into him driving. But Dan, what do you think? Who who's your like top three to five that you think are gonna really break out this weekend and get get some wins? Well, for me. Wheelies, I am going to lean towards both Scott Buto and Canis Jolly for wheelies. Uh, they have the experience of just hammering down and getting the, uh, the angle that they're going to have. Racing, I'm going to give my edge. Um, the reason, uh, let me hold back one second. I was giving both Scott Buto and Candace Jolly, not because, cough, 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 I'm working on their team, um, just because I see them winning out either to Saturdays or Sundays, so they could be mix and match. You're just playing favorites. Whatever. No, I'm not. Um, But in racing, I am going to give out... uh, I'm going to shoot for uh, Cletus in Frank Krimmel, and um, uh, also uh, Randy Brown in Gravedigger. While Sunday... uh, Well, Freestyle, I'm giving that to Randy Brown in Gravedigger and Overkill Evolution. My Dark Horse will be doomsday because no one knows who's driving. It could either be a good driver, it could be a rookie driver, or it could be one of those drivers that take care of their equipment and say, okay, we'll move on to next week. So we don't know who the driver is. So doomsday could be there and sweep the whole weekend, and we don't even know who's driving it. I'm actually going to go back on my dark horse. I'm going to pick our host, not just because he's on here, or our non-host, but uh, our uh, another interview we're having tonight is uh, Matt Cody. You know, from what I've seen, from what he's done this past summer, driving, you know, higher education and uh, Iron Warrior, you know, he he has a certain edge about him. You know, I like his style. So I think he's going to be a dark horse, maybe to get a freestyle win or a wheelie win. You know, with, with it being a small arena, you never know. You know, but like with this lineup, it, it's a toss-up. Uh, speaking about that, a lot of people are going to talk about, Brad, that this is the kind of of the jump start to first quarter. Um, a lot of people don't think so because if you look at some of these trucks and their schedule, they don't put Trennan as their main scheduling um, through their 11 weeks. So um, I don't know if you call it uh, your first quarter schedule. Uh, I just think it's like your um, – uh, not uh, your average. Uh, I'm just thinking of before your main course. Uh, the appetizer. Meal, your appetizer before the season starts, um, which will transition to uh, first quarter beginning, um, which we are going to be looking at right now. Uh, we got um, Columbus, Ohio, Council Bluff, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, this. Two uh, big stadium shows right now you'd be looking at. Uh, Houston, Texas, Miami, Florida, and also North Charleston, South Carolina, which, if you folks are in the South Carolina area, will be the place where Gary Porter will debut his Carolina Crusher Monster Truck. So if you guys are around the South Carolina area near North Charleston or in the Carolinas and Georgia, and you have nothing to do this weekend. I mean, not this weekend, sorry. The weekend after this one, um, 
the third and the fourth. Go ahead and hit up. Uh, if you want tickets or information, go to www.monsterjam.com. Um, also, uh, just to let you know for that, it's only a one Saturday show, and that's at 7.30, while Sunday will be at 2 p.m. So, I mean, there's a lot of good lineups. Um, there's a lot of – this two stadium shows are pretty big. Uh, for once, I see Miami actually getting a lineup that's pretty decent, and Miami's actually in a category where people talk about, hey, that's a big stadium show, because normally during the mid-pack of first quarter, it's normally in between February, early March, and it's shoved into the, the stadium shows where you're already doing your third Anaheim, your second Michi- um, Detroit show, maybe hitting Indianapolis. Uh, so it kind of gets into the shuffle. For once, it's not. So I'm excited about that. So I'm actually, for me personally, I would love to get information about the Miami show, even though I'm personally going to be in uh, one of those lineups in the show. Just follow MonsterJam.com. And uh, since you listen to this podcast, you already know what team I am. So you can go ahead and find out where I'm going to be at. Well, one one event that you skipped over, Dan, was uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. They have the More Monster Jam second event. Um, oh, we yes. we hit on this a little bit last week, you know, our thoughts on the concept and, you know, it, it it's going to go good. You know, I can't wait to read the results of what's going to happen there um, with all the young upcoming drivers and drivers that are well established, but are rookies in the same sense. Um, but going back on Trenton, um, it's funny that, you know, a lot of people don't know that before Monster Jam was in that building, Checkered Flag Productions was in that building before. Um, I, I forget exactly which year Monster Jam took over, but that event has been a staple of every year. And and when when you were saying, you know, a lot of people don't real don't think of it as an actual first quarter start. I'm one of those people. I think the first quarter starts in the first weekend of January, the second to the third. That's when it actually starts for me, be for 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 how I think of things. You know, this event is like I consider it like a testing event seeing how the trucks are going to run. Maybe there's new parts on the trucks that aren't on the, any of the other trucks yet. It, it, it's going to be hard to tell. Right, right. And uh, I also believe in that they're just doing it for also ticket prices. Um, see if the, see if they solo out the show, the tickets will go up, and see how that show goes. Um, it, it's a great lineup, and I think they're going to do really, really well. And uh, we'll probably see Trenton next year back in the mix. Uh, they kind of did that a little bit in Louisville for quite a back years. But uh, they they did that um, during Halloween. So that kind of helped them out. And, uh, I mean, if Trenton gets popular, maybe it's going to be like Hampton Coliseum where they do a show in November. Then they do a show in February. So um, I'd be really, really interested in how the outcome is. And uh, uh, speaking of which uh, there, Brad, I kind of pointed out on what show I'm really focusing on in this the first week of first quarter. Uh, I never really asked you. So is there a show you kind of were interested in and in seeing how it will go? Well, for me, it's the Houston show. Uh, the Houston show is always a staple. You know, you were talking about Miami. But for me, it's Houston because that's always like every year. I'm watching all the videos from, from Houston because it's such a big floor, good arena, good crowd. I think that show is going to be the breakout show of the weekend. Um, you know, it's, it's like I said, good lineups, 
all the time. I do believe also in the Miami show that uh, another uh, uh, good old truck from RJ's, uh, I mean, JR, I'm sorry for screwing his name up, uh, Raising Cane's fleet, uh, Raising Cane's coming back. Yeah, uh, I saw this week that they finally got the truck fired up and they're gearing up. I'm not sure who's driving it. I'm, I haven't really checked. I need to be up more on my research when I'm doing these, but... Um, it's going to be exciting, you know. They're going to have the three trucks, Ice Cream Man, uh, Instigator, and uh, – no, Extermi- no, Exterminator. Exterminator, I think. No, yeah. Exterminator, and the driver of Raising Cane, excuse me, is going to be Buddy Tompkins. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking, you know, there's Instigator for some reason because there's the Instigator monster truck. That's what I was thinking, so – um but you know it's going to be a good it's going to be a good first first weekend and, and a good first quarter. There's a lot of good shows, a lot of good lineups. I'm hoping to hit a few of them myself if uh, money is good at the time, and uh, especially Vancouver. If you haven't checked out the Vancouver lineup, check it out if you're going to be in that area. And also, just wanted to let you guys know that if you guys um, are uh, kind of uh, curious on where Mike Vodders is on the Monster Jam schedule, uh, we'll give you a little bit of taste on what's going on with Mike in our interview with Matt Cody here in a few minutes, actually later in our second half of our program. Um, but they're getting ready all stacked up uh, and uh, some changes to the uh, Overkill Evolution, a little bit of tweaks and stuff like that. But outside of the Vodder's stable, this week, uh, the one and only Bigfoot debuted, uh, well, not really debuted, but Finally, 21's put together and been testing. Um, I know Brad's been uh, really pumped up about that, and uh, how do you think of the truck? I think it looks sexy. Um, I like the fact that they have gone away from the the uh, headers that they continually use and gone to a zoomy style. They're a little bit long for my taste, but the truck sounds just amazing. Um, I was watching the video that the Monster Blog guys put up. If you haven't liked them on Facebook, go give them a like. Check out their YouTube and their Facebooks and everything like that. But, man, that truck lands so smooth. Um, it, when Dan Runney was uh, being interviewed in the end of it, he said that um, 18 really wasn't a good truck for freestyle the way the shock package was. But when I was watching 21 handle around, you know, even on asphalt, just skating around, it gets me pumped up. And I was talking to Dan earlier about this. I think if if Bigfoot and Monster Jam were ever to run it to, again, I think Dan Runty would be up there comp- like in the top of freestyle, even winning races. That truck just looks so vicious. Yes, indeed. Uh, the truck looks pretty well. And I, I personally believe that they have a shot. The truck's low. The engine sits low. Looks like the ZF axles, excuse me, are a little bit wider. The stance is a little bit wider also. Uh, I just believe this Bigfoot 21 truck, not uh, leaving off the Monster Jam portion of it, which I gave that, which, excuse me, not gave, but uh, you talked about. I, I believe that 21 is a truck to clean house or give a shot to clean house at the four-wheel jamboree events. I just believe that how the truck is, we don't know. It's pretty soon. But with the Hall brothers, I mean, they're the one of the best racing teams. Uh, I mean, personally, I think they're one of the best racing teams in the world. And uh, they've been rocking the four-wheel jamboree for the last 
since 2001. So, I mean, out of 2001, I th- believe Bigfoot only has won the championship maybe two times in my knowledge. I don't know, fans, uh, if you can, after the, when we post this podcast out, uh, just go ahead and correct me if possible. Um, but they finally have a shot. Uh, they did have 18. 18 was a good piece. But I just think the truck was so... Um, Stiff. Let's just say stiff. It wasn't a loose truck. It wasn't a swing around truck. While watching the video of twenty one, it's exactly like that. It's swinging around. It, it's a cushion chassis, but it looks like it's running like a CRD or a Cohen or a low Patrick CG chassis. Um, and it looks really well. I am very impressed. Um, I love the small details, the red on the truck. Um, but also in that case, uh, like I said before, I believe that 21 is a good candidate to win in the four-wheel Jamboree championship. Um, not, not against the toughest monster truck tour, but I mean, with 18, it dominated the toughest monster truck tour during the season that truck was there. Now 21's going to be there. That's going to be even more dominant unless Bigfoot 21 has a lot of bugs. So hopefully it doesn't, but... With the toughest monster truck tour, um, I mean, I me mean, personally, hopefully, hopefully, Aaron and all of them, Aaron Kane will step up their game and uh, make me go wrong and prove me that you know they can defeat the throne of Bigfoot. But as of right now, everything on paper, to me, it looks like Bigfoot can walk through there and handle everything. The big test for Bigfoot, that twenty-one trucks when it hits the fall, uh, the fall, uh, spring jamboree. The uh, Ozark Jamboree, the Summer, and the Fall Jamborees, and see if you can handle against the Hall Brothers and, you know, maybe Jim Kohler and Avenger, or because Jim Kohler is the best truck out there that does freestyle. Him, Steve, they're the top notch. Dave Ramirez and his XDP, he won the freestyle championship two years ago. So, you know, he's saying in the interview that the truck handles a lot better for freestyle. You gotta prove it, and I I believe that truck can handle it. So I I can't wait to see later on this year during the Jamborees to see Bigfoot Twenty One, and see how it goes. And uh, I mean I'm excited about it. I just, I just gotta go back on this point, Dan. Uh, when we were talking about you know comparing Bigfoot Eighteen to Twenty One, Bigfoot Eighteen was their first one with the concussion chassis. Correct. It was their it was their first time because they used to have their in houses in-house chassis that were based off of, you know, a, a Patrick chassis, the like the first or second gen. So now that they have the experience with the concussion chassis and they've had a CRD in, in their, in their stable, you know, I feel that when they went to concussion and asked, you know, we need, we want to build a new truck that they have some elements of a CRD in there. They have elements of an older Patrick and they have elements of, of a concussion because they have, you know, had more experience with them now. So uh, it's just what I think, right? But I want to, you know, uh, change gears here and talk about, you know, with the more Monster Jam event going on, you know, you still have to have in the back of your mind the Young Guns event in Vegas at the World Finals this year. Um, There's a lot of rookies coming up, a lot of drivers that, you know, are young in the sport and are veterans, but they still like to put them in the Young Guns event like Donald and uh, Greg Wichenbach and a lot of drivers like that. Who do you think is going to be in that this year, if they do it? Uh, right now, I mean, they went to a, what, a 
12 truck field, eight to 12 trucks. Um, to me personally, I think who would win it. I, I, I hopefully I see Matt Cody in it. I, I just believe that during the season he's going to do exceptionally good. Um, Wichenbach, Donald, uh, Barbarian. I believe they're just going to be in the they're, they're going to be in the stack lineup in general. They're going to be in the main show. They have done it. Same thing with uh, Exterminator. Uh, I just think they're going to be in the in the show in general. Um, but for me, I, I I think that some of the trucks that will be there. Um, for me, um, I honestly think that uh, the uh, Matt, who's driving Jester, I, I believe he can do it. I believe Ice Cream Man, anything in the uh, Exterminator fleet. I believe they have a shot to get to the Young Guns Championship um, for racing. So that's basically, um, outside Exterminator, three other trucks that could be in it. Um, I would love to see Allison Patrick, but Allison Patrick's not doing first quarter this year. Um, they're taking a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I would love to see Zane Ritute and Stinger. He's doing a lot of Monster Jam events. So I would love to see him to make a trip to Vegas. Um, other other trucks, uh, Incinerator would be a good guy. Um, even though, uh, you know, the, maybe seeing Pat Gerbert in Shocker. I know that truck's been there for a while, but a lot of these West Coast trucks could be pretty cool to do the Young Guns Championship. But that's only a few, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know the rest. I have no idea what the rest. There's so uh, hopefully there's gonna be tons of new talent. Obviously, if there's gonna be the winner of the hashtag more Monster Jam event, they can go ahead and do it. But I personally would love to see Becky do the main event. Uh, she's been basically the the person that always does the Young Guns. You know, she she's been to every single one of them, and it'd be kind of nice to see her maybe switch roles and you know uh, race maybe the course while. You know, the other Altoro Loco driver uh, would uh, do freestyle, something like that in nature. But, I mean, if she does it again this year, maybe this is her time to win it. Well, when you're talking about, you know, young upcoming drivers, one that comes to my mind is Derek Anson in Heavy Hitter. You know, he runs hard. You know, anytime I see that truck run, it's just like, man, he goes all out, balls to the wall, just doesn't care. You know, he, he when he's running in the jamborees or, you know, the small fair shows or what have you, you know, his truck runs good. Another guy, you know, I'd like to see in there myself. Um, I, just, oh, I just had the name of my name of the truck in my head. I'll have to come back to that. But um, actually, no, I just remembered uh, Eric Swanson. Um, I think it's obsessed or obsession. He, obsessed that he drives. I'd like to see him get in. And uh, he'd be a good shoe for that event as well. Well, there is another guy that is going to be starting um, his debut show in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I'm, uh, his father was the previous owner of Backdraft. And uh, it's going to be the Shigon Shaker Monster Truck, which everyone loves. Um, I may have screwed up the name. I do apologize, guys. But... Um, if he does a lot more events and gets called to it, I wouldn't be surprised to see him take out a run. Because he did run the track last year because there was tons of videos of him, and he was fast. And that truck, I love it. You know, it's so nice. 
It, it's a different body because the Saigon Shager originally was the mud truck. And they've like, because, you know, we haven't seen, you know, the Disharoon name in a long time. And it's good to see, you know, them back in the sport and with a truck that just looks as sexy as that does. And they built their own chassis. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for that. And on that note, uh, we're going to take a short break here and then we're going to have Aaron Cromer on the line. And uh, see you guys in a little bit. Hey guys, this is Brandon Darrow, driver of the Bad News Travel Fast Monster Truck, and you're listening to Crush This, a Monster Truck Podcast. In 2008, this man started driving the Anger Management Monster Truck. He has recently drove Crazy Train for Bob Robbins in 2013. We would like to welcome Aaron Cromer to the show. Aaron, how's it going tonight? Good. How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good, Aaron. I uh, just wanted to start off, and uh, if you want to let everyone know, how did you get into monster truck racing? Oh, man, probably, you know, the same old story of, uh, you know, I was in a monster truck since I was five years old, and uh, just... Uh, Watched them on TV back in the TNT and TNN days, and my uh, my parents, uh, you know, they they took me uh, you know, all over the East Coast to shows and kind of fed my addiction to monster trucks. And um, and then uh, when I was like 18 years old, I started a, a website called MonsterWorldOnline.com. I uh, I started traveling to shows by myself and taking pictures and meeting people, and uh, just met a bunch of really uh good cool people along the way that kind of helped me get my uh my foot in the door um i met andrew palachko uh taking you know doing when he was doing photography back in the day i went to a couple big shows with him and uh met people like uh, carl van horn along the way uh richie blackburn rick rab alan pisa just a a bunch of people that kind of just um kind of mentored me through through all this well, you know, that's kind of how a lot of us, you know, fans start getting in the industry. You look at, you know, some of the drivers today and, you know, it's just, it's cool, you know, just starting as fans getting into the seat, you know. Um, tell us how you uh, started driving the uh, anger management truck. Well, I, um, right after I, I crewed for Richie Blackburn first quarter of 2006 and um, I had met, met Rick Rabb the year before that. I went to a couple of shows with him. And uh, I drove his ride truck a couple times before that, before I took the job with Richie. Uh, after the first quarter of 2006 with Richie, I came back home. Um, I was on the road for four and a half months with him, and I, I was kind of getting tired of not being home any. So I came home, and I talked to Rick, and Rick owns a well drilling business back home. And I was asking if he was looking for anybody because I kind of needed a job. And he said, yeah. He's like, if you want to come check it out, come work for me. But he's like, I can't have you going to, going to shows with me every weekend. I need somebody here to work. I'm like, yeah, I understand. Well, about a month into it, I start, started going to shows with those guys every weekend anyway. I ended up kind of being their crew chief. And um, then at the end of 2007, uh, Scott Poirier, who uh, drove anger management before me, um, decided to get out of monster trucks and kind of move on and do something else. And um, met the shop one night with Rick working on the trucks. And, you know, uh, uh, he, he said he had talked to the truck owner, who was a guy named Dan Galvis out of Massachusetts. And uh, they were wondering if I was interested in uh, 
taking the anger management seat over, and I said, absolutely. I bet. Uh, you all, uh, this was curious, uh, when was your first show in the anger management truck? I actually had done um, a show that the summer of 2007, uh, a show that Bob Robbins had promoted up near Buffalo, New York, uh, just a little uh, kind of fairground show. Um, but my first real uh, Monster Jam show was Rochester, New York, uh, the first week of 2008. And how did you do there? Uh, actually, uh, me and Rick ended up in the final round uh, the first night there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Now, um, one thing that I want to ask you, I know that you've done some shows up in Montreal. It's it's not my part of the neck of the woods in Canada, but, you know, it's still up in here in Canada. What What's it about? you know, being in that dome in front of those fans, what is it about that stadium that always brings a lot of people there? Uh, it's just the size. Um, in, in Montreal, uh, Chris Arell, uh, brings, um, crazy obstacles into that place. Um, you know, when you come there, it's going to be like an action packed night. Um, and it's going to be a lot of big air, a lot of breakage. And that, I mean, but it's, it's what it's all about. It's part of the business. I mean, you come there to put on a show for the fans. I remember when I was a fan, what I wanted to see uh, when I was there watching the show. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what, you know, it, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a monster truck driver, that's kind of what you have to go out there and do is, um, you know, you got to put on the best show you can for the fans. Now, recently you have drove for Bob in the crazy train. And uh, was there like, it was it just like getting back on a bicycle and started pedaling or was there some uh, getting used to with the two trucks being different? Um, it was a lot getting used to, I was, I was out of the seat for two and a half years, um, in between, um, I wasn't expecting to drive that much. Uh, Bob had called me before, uh, the 2013 season started and asked me if need be, could I do a show or two? And I talked it over with my wife because we were actually kind of getting ready to start a family. And, uh, she's like, yeah, that's fine. And I did the first weekend in Rochester for Bob kind of starting to get ready, used to the truck. And then his brother Pete was supposed to be. The, the main driver of that truck that year and um he did detroit uh rolled the truck bad in detroit and uh, i guess um pete, pete has a business back at home and he was really busy with that and he, he just didn't have the time to put into it so i get a phone call the next monday before toronto and bob asked me if i could do the rest of the shows for him first quarter so um i show up in toronto with that new crazy train body on it and uh Still getting used to the truck and, and was a little nervous. I didn't want to roll over his brand new body, but um, it was a lot getting used to. It was two totally different trucks, um, the whole just the whole feel of it. But um, once you get back into your groove and, and start feeling comfortable in the truck, it's it, it it goes good and you get you kind of get into a flow again. Now tell us about the uh, body on Crazy Dream because it's very unique. You know, it, when I first saw the truck, it had, you know, the uh, later model Chevy Silverado, like the 2007, 2008 model. Just tell us about, you know, the concept behind, you know, using the train body, you know, because it's cool. Yeah. Um, when, when I showed up in Rochester the first week of two, 2013, uh, it still had the pickup body on it. And um, Bob had showed me um, uh, pictures uh, in the shop and stuff of what he was working on. He, he was looking for, you know, kind of like a gimmick looking truck that was a. Uh, geared towards kids and stuff like that and just a new concept for it and he has a train horn on the truck too that you can blast while you're driving around that's pretty cool too it's just it's just uh, the whole entertainment aspect of uh, of monster trucks and and you know uh basically making the kids eyes light up when they come up and look at the truck um 
I loved it. I, I, I'm all into that stuff. You know, like I'm a, I'm still a fan at heart. I still watch Monster Jam all the time. I, I like all new concept stuff. Um, so it was cool. It was cool to be a part of it and drive it. Um, I got to wear a conductor hat at the pit parties and just I got into the whole thing. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a cool deal. I mean, it's it's a it's more of a pain to fix when you roll it over. But um, but that's hey, that's part of it, you know. Uh, I, I always wanted to have this question asked to the drivers. I didn't ask about last week, but, uh, did you like running in first quarter or do you like preferring running in like the racetracks and fairground shows in the summertime? Uh, to be honest, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. I, the first quarter is fun just because you're, you're with all the guys all the time. You know, like you, you see people every year that you, you know, it's, they're cool to hang out with and, they're they're very well run shows. Uh, uh, you know, Monster Jam's top of the game, but um, the, the summertime fairground shows are fun too. They're a lot more laid back um, as far as you know. You don't you don't have you know five hour long pit parties and stuff. But um, I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. I I, I go out there and, and do the same show whether there's you know ten thousand people or ten people. Well, the the I just gotta say I found it funny that you said gimmick. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, you know, wrestling podcasts with Stone Cold and stuff like that. But um, you know, with with driving, you know, just let the fans know like what's it like, you know, because some of us really haven't had experiences. You know, we do it virtually on rigs or rods and such like that. Just tell tell us what's it what it's like to be behind the wheel. You know, you're lined up against like let's say Dennis Anderson or somebody. Just tell us what runs through your head before you're gonna launch from the line. Um, well, when you're lined up against Dennis, you're thinking I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I raced against Dennis in the finals in Uniondale, my first year uh, racing. And it was, it was, it's surreal. Um, it's really, it's really surreal. Uh, you know, when you grow up as a monster truck fan, your whole life, you, you, and you, you dream about being a monster truck driver to actually get there and get to do it. It's just a crazy feeling. Um, and the first time you strap in a truck and, and jump a set of cars, um, it's it's absolutely nothing like it looks like from the outside um you're looking up at the sky uh you're just feeling which way the truck's going and 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 uh you know it's just like a roller coaster you kind of have to learn to ride but um when you line up against somebody like dennis anderson that you've been watching your whole life and is one of the reasons you want to be a monster truck driver and you get to race against them finally um it's a pretty awesome feeling now let's let's flip the coin for freestyle uh, you have done, like, just say your first time at Montreal, uh, or your first big stadium event. Uh, how much, how many butterflies were in your stomach when you see those obstacles? Because when they're in the pit party, those obstacles are not small. Now, getting in the driver's seat, you're looking at these obstacles, saying, "Can I do this?" Because obviously, when you play the video game and stuff, people launch the trucks and stuff like that. But in real life, it's a completely different monster. Uh, just explain to our fans that how freestyle, what the mental game, the feeling it is to actually do a 90-second run in a stadium. Um, well, the thing is, uh, just the big stadiums I've done, I've done like the Silverdome, I've done um, Houston, Toronto. Toronto, I love it. That's one of my favorite places. It's a big floor. Um, basically, before the show, you're out there walking, walking the, the floor and walking up these obstacles, and, and, then, and they're humongous when you're just standing next to them. Um, and, and, uh, you kind of try to get a game plan together. Um, because if it's out there, you got to hit it pretty much. Um, how hard you hit it, how fast you hit it, it's up to you, but you, you, you got to try to hit everything. Um, 
it's when you're driving somebody else's equipment, you got to kind of take in. The, I mean, you, you, you don't want to go out there and destroy somebody's equipment, but at the same time, you got to go out there and put on uh, a, a good show for the fans. You can't go out there putting around, getting, you know, two foot of air. Um, but it's awesome. It's awesome to uh, come up to a bus stack and, and jump it and, and, and come on the other side and you made it. Um, there's always butterflies there before a show like that. To, for me, anyway, I, I think it's kind of normal before a show. Uh, for me, and, until I hit the cars for the first time every show, I have butterflies there. And then right after I hit the, the cars the first time, they're gone and I get into my flow. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, one question I have, and this will be the last question. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe uh, my co-host Dan has told me you've done a little bit of uh, racing and rigged rods for uh, the monster trucks. Just I, I got to ask because that's where me and Dan come from. We do a lot of uh, monster truck sim racing. Um, just tell us a little bit about how you got into that. Um, it's it's something I've been messing around with here and there for for a couple years. Um, I've I've had the game downloaded on my computer for a couple years, and every now and then I. I've been getting on it and just messing around. And then here in the last week or so, I've, 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 you know, raced with some people and, and, and done one, one league thing. And, uh, it's just something that, to, to, you know, like I said, I'm still a monster truck fan. I, I, I watch it on TV all the time. I, you know, I, I putz around on the game and, and, uh, you know, i monster trucks have been, they've been part of my life, my whole life. So, uh, anything monster truck involved, I kind of, I try to tinker with here and there. Uh, okay. And- so, well, before oh, you leave, sorry, how was... are you doing the day, and are you planning on ever getting behind the wheel of monster truck racing? What What do I do during the day? I mean, what have you been doing outside of monster trucks? Uh, uh, I work well. Right now, I uh, I've been working for Rick Rab, uh, his well drilling business for the last eight years. Um, uh, he was my teammate. Um, I I just started a family. Me and my wife just had a baby uh, like two and a half weeks ago. So that's a that's a big thing for us right now. And um, that, yeah, if somebody if somebody wants uh, needs a driver in a pinch and they want to give me a call, um, I'll, I'd absolutely do it. All right, well, thank you so much, Aaron, for uh, coming on the second episode of Crush This. Uh, we hope you the best of luck in this uh, upcoming New Year season, and Merry Christmas to you as well. Christmas is uh, about two days away from the recording right now, so uh, Merry Christmas. All right, you too, guys. All right, good day. All right, we will be right back with our interview with Matt Cody. Stay tuned. This man has been involved in monster trucks in, for nine years. He started to drive in 2012 in Iron Warrior and the other Vodders team trucks. This year, he's piloting the flagship truck in the Vodders monster truck team, Black Stallion. Introducing Matt Cody. Matt, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Uh, I see uh, you guys are already working in the shop for this year. Uh, uh, let us know, uh, how did you get started in monster truck racing? Uh, actually, um... Steve Thompson was driving a Hurricane Force. I uh, went to school with his brother, Michael Thompson. He's a, actually a crew chief for the Crustacean. And just hung out with them, started coming around the shop, back when Steven and 
I uh, worked for Mike, and he was a crew chief at the time, and, you know, just paid my dues, swept the shop up, you know, all the little things, and then, you know, next thing you know, I got my opportunity where I am now. Tell us about back when uh, you started driving Iron Warrior back in uh, 2012, you know, to the trend, like going into the seat as a rookie, like how was the learning curve? Was it easy? Did it come to you naturally, or was it uh, pretty hard? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it was hard, but it wasn't didn't come to me natural. Like a lot of people, you know, it depends on what you do when you're a child or in your younger years. Some people might do four racing, tough trucks, all kinds of things. I didn't really have much foilers, much any of that kind of stuff. So when I got into it, it was all like a learning curve. You know, the big motors, you know, just everything. And, you know, like my first show I got thrown into was actually in Mexico for uh, a monster showdown. And uh, it was just a last minute thing. Like, you know, we needed to drive. Jimmy down there was driving the bus and Mike was in Black Stallion. And I got in, I did it. But, I mean, I wouldn't say it was, you know, picture perfect. It was definitely slow. But as every show went on, I, I learned, you learn more how to hit the throttle more, how to, you know, judge vehicles, judge obstacles, you know, how to land, you know. So, your first truck you drove was the bus, uh, if I'm correct. Uh, Iron Warrior, actually. Oh, Iron Warrior. Compared to the pickup truck, how is it driving the school bus body on a monster truck? Um, it's like a, it's like an illusion. You know, put your hands up beside your head, and just picture that. You know, you you got the windows on both sides, and of course you got your, you know, the Lex hand. You'll fit on the floor just like any other truck, and. You can see just as much still, maybe a little bit more, but it's just just the illusion. You know, you're you're, you're sitting in the same spot, just like you know any other truck. But yeah, you, know, you just feel feel like you're way back, and when you're making your turns instead of like just whipping it around, it feels like you're in a you know just a big box, and it's just turning. Now, um, I'm I'm not sure exactly when it was or the town, but. Um... I was talking to a guy that works kind of with you guys, Daniel Donnelly, and he told me about this moment that I've known about. Um, you were driving the bus, and I don't know if it was a wheelie contest or freestyle, whatever it was, but you got the truck stuck. Yeah. Um, tell us about what happened. Uh, yeah, it was a wheelie contest. But my first time driving the bus, I did. Uh, I drove Black Stallion in uh, Joliet, and uh, we, we did the show weekend before, and then me and Mikey, you know, we drove you know, two days back, got back, got the bus ready. And I, I'd never driven that rig that the bus goes in or, or driven the bus. I did a little car crush with the bus for the first time. And then I went and did Elliot's show for monster throwdown. And it, it was, it was probably one of my worst, I didn't, not my worst weekend, but it was not everything went together like it should have. And, you know, I, my, I didn't get to do the wheelie contest the first night out. So the second day I was just a little, you know, it's got a bigger motor than what Iron Warrior has, and it's set up differently. And I just, I came out and I, I hit it, and I thought she was going over, but luckily she, she planted it where she was, and it was a, uh, it was definitely a different feeling sitting there waiting for them pushing it back over. <laughs> uh, about your, uh, about uh, your 2014 season, how was that? Was that a huge learning experience for you? Yeah, but actually, it went, it went pretty good. I, I started in May. Uh, I drove up in Canada for Chris Arell, Blackstein, and uh, I did a wheelie just like I did the bus, except it went way past more vertical. Didn't roll over, but it went a little bit more. Came back on its wheels somehow, but that was my first time back in it again. But uh, I, I did 
you know, 20 some events over the summer and every show was definitely a, a new learning, you know, experience. And towards the end, I started doing bigger shows. I you know, I did the show for Elliot monster throwdown. I did the show out in uh, Joliet, which had 10 big name trucks. I did Wildwood. So every, every show was getting better and better. Now of the, uh, three trucks, uh, which is your favorite to drive? Well, actually, uh, the Iron Warrior chassis that we just redid that I'll be driving Black Stallion this winter on, that's probably going to be my favorite now because it's it's exactly set up to me now. My seat, steering, the pedals, everything is set up to me in the cab. But before that, I'd say uh, Black Stallion because it, it definitely landed the best out of all the three. It took the better hits and had a lot more power. The bus, the bus's seat fits me good, but you can't really go out there and drive like you want to because you got to think, you know, you roll over, it's, it's a really expensive body, but Black Saiyan had to be my favorite over the summer, but my new Iron Warrior updated chassis will be my new favorite. Uh, the shows from last year, and oh, now this year, of upcoming, um, you did the Monster Jam event, I'm correct, in Philadelphia. Um, how was that, and how uh, technical or interesting was that basically people think it's just a mounted dirt in the middle of the floor, but there was a racetrack there. Yeah, I mean, for my first Monster Jam show, it, I was kind of hoping to go in with, with the regular setup like they always do, but it's cool that they changed it, so it gave me one extra one extra feel for it. Plus, a lot of the big-name people were there at that show, so it, you know, it helped me out, letting people see that I could actually you know drive in a Monster Jam show. But... For, for the way they did it, I liked it. I actually did enjoy it. They they changed it up a little bit for the Hampton show, which I actually like. I like how they did that, and I'm I'm anxious to get on one if they have it in one of my stops. But uh, it was definitely different. I actually rolled over there with my first rollover, but um, it wasn't that too bad of a track. It was definitely the driver's track, and you got to watch what you do, otherwise you're gonna mess up. Now, comparing like you know that event to like something like wildwood where wildwood is a sand track you know legendary event um just talk about you know what what it's like to drive on the sand like com- like comparing you know with like the, the tacky dirt or whatever monster jam uses compared to the sand what different what uh not differences but what uh, tweaks did you have to do for your driving you know to be able to get the truck around much better oh uh, well like it's still, it's still my in my rookie year so i'm still getting used to everything you know like my first time driving on the sand, so I, next year I'll go in with different tires. As for this year, I had more ball tires. I didn't get a lot of traction. I slid around more, but you know, I didn't know what to expect there. And my tacky dirt, I haven't really driven with a whole lot of tacky dirt yet. But I guess I'll find out when I do get to it. And you know, turns turning in tacky dirt is your is your main problems. You know, it'll roll you over real quick. Um, driven a little bit of mud. I actually enjoyed the mud because. You know, you can just go out there and have fun with it. Um, I don't know. It's all it's, it's all new to me still, so I'm still, I'm still going with it every weekend. So, uh, looking forward to the 2015 uh, schedule, I understand that you have taken the role in driving the Black Stallion truck. Um, any uh, new uh, stuff coming out? For the Vodders camp this year. Well, we got we, we got a body that that Mike will be running this year. I mean, I, I can't say it yet. We'll be finding out in the next week, but 
it's definitely it's different for him, different state, and I think it'll be cool in the future and definitely cool looking body. Um, that's that's about it for for that. I mean, I'm I'm running the course a new safety clean body, same same style, just about just just a new F-150 body, and you know we we put bigger bigger shocks on the front, we redid the shock towers and added more bars in the, in the cab and in the back, so that, you know that should make a big difference. And other than that, the bus. The bus is staying the same, you know, new, you know, put some new paint on and freshening up some stuff. And Overkill is going to be, you know, same thing, just new parts on it that need to be put on it and touch up paint and new foreign bars or things like that. Now, uh, if I'm correct, you know, I don't have any facts in front of me. I should have being a host of I am. Um, I believe this year is a an anniversary year, possibly, because um, I know that uh, if I'm correct, uh, that Mike is uh, rebuilding uh, the original Black Stallion. Is that am I correct on that? Yeah, he's been we've been working on it. He's actually been working on it a lot more than, than any of us. He, he actually enjoys hanging out in his old garage, uh, doing his old truck. But um, we, he, he started working on it last year, and we we got a good bit done to it. And then you know there's some stuff that happened in the family and other little issues that you know we couldn't couldn't make it done for his Hall of Fame like we wanted to, but. You know, we're going to work strong on it this year and all in the summer and hopefully have it done all together for his, his uh, 35th for everything. So we'll be looking forward to that. And um, also, uh, this was curious that uh, everyone probably be interested is uh, you also have another legendary monster truck in your uh, uh, possession. Uh, I believe it was Equalizer? Yeah, Yeah, Mike bought that. Uh, I want to say three years ago he, he got that and uh, I started he started messing with that also and I, I gave him a hand with on it and that's that's been put to the side for for a little bit we're gonna bring it back out he wants to get his done first and then we're gonna bring that one back and hopefully you know do some old school car crushes with it at our shows you know side by side racing it's definitely cool well it's I really I know cool well, sorry about that. Um, but I know that um, the Equalizer name is owned by Mike Hawkins. Um, are you guys going to do like a deal with him where you can like have the name on the truck or is it going to be under a different name when that uh, chassis is up and running? Uh, I'm not too positive of that one. That's, that's, that's all up to Mike you know, when the time comes. Um, that'd be cool you know, if, if uh, Mike works to deal with, with Mike Hawkins and they can run, you know, run the name. But as for, the, as for that, I'm not really too sure what's going to you know, come. Oh man, I can't wait! A lot of exciting news. Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, not a lot of people had chance to get to the uh, Monster Truck Hall of Fame, and uh, I was just uh, wondering, did you go to it, and how was the experience like? Yeah, I actually went the past two years out there with Mike, and uh, it's one of my favorite things to go to. It's one thing that I'll definitely, you know, attend for the next couple of years, and unless something else pops up, but. If, if you get, you know, diehard Monster Truck fans that, that know know the history, that's definitely something to go out to, listen to the stories. And, you know, it's, it's not the biggest yet. There's still a good bit of stuff in there. But one day in the future, it's going to be pretty big there. And I'm excited to see where it goes. And who knows, maybe 40 years from now, 30 years from now, maybe I'll get to stand in there. <laughs> well, well, and uh, a question I have, you know, me being a longtime fan, you know, watching Mike Vodders in the early days of like the world finals and even, you know, on the inside monster jams and stuff like that, him being, you know, 
a veteran of the sport. Do you have any cool stories about him? You know, has he told you any of the stuff of the early days or any cool stories you can share with us about Mike? Um, I I have to actually, I have to think. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you get Mike on here one night. He he definitely will sit there and tell you stories for an hour about all kinds of things. Um, no, nah, he, 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 a lot of stories he tells me about is just you know back in the day at the shows and then racing and you know how, like what they did, just you know you know driving all night to do this and fix this. And um, I really can't think of any funny stories to be honest with you right now. Just you know he you know he's he's met with people of course back in the day. Tell me he rolled people's tires halfway across the track or whatever and they come out looking for him or he takes you with, you know, parts, moves a truck and stuff like that. But that's, I, that's the only thing I can think of at the moment. <laughs> Man. Uh, also, uh, since you didn't do the first quarter in uh, 2014, uh, were you a crew chief for both Mike and his son or were you on one truck? Because a lot of people notice you wearing the Overkill Evolution shirt. Especially when Mikey Junior won the Young Guns Championship. Yeah, I, I just jump around. If I'm not if I'm not driving or if I'm just crewing, I whoever whoever I throw on, you know, I throw a bus crew shirt on or a black stag crew shirt or a revolution crew shirt. Um, we're all, we're all together, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. There's a difference. Um, but for the most part, I've always been Mike Crucci as like you know his right hand man. He's always yelling to me to get this or where's this or. Can you get me this? Can you fix this? So he's my main one that I, I I work with one. But if I'm at a show and you know all of us are together or just three of us or whoever, I just throw a shirt on and, and go with it. Now speaking of the uh, World Finals and the Young Guns Challenge, just tell us a little bit about that because that is a cool opportunity. You know, Mikey Junior got to do and um and having a name such as overkill you know back in the sport in monster jam in a big event just just tell us about you know how leading up to that uh event you know the preparations and you know being the first time on the track for uh mikey jr there just tell us just the whole about the whole thing oh it was was definitely uh definitely fun there was actually my first time out there ever and uh the whole year it was just it was learning the whole year for that for the new overkill truck. Marty Marty Garza and Mike and uh Dave Hopper, um, he's from, he's out of Oregon with the one up off road. They you know, they all spent nights on the phone and Marty and Dave on the computer figuring this truck out, you know, what we could do to it to change it and what, you know, it took, it was three years for them to before the truck actually got to our shop for us to to get it, you know, where it is now. But I mean, we we worked on that thing for two months straight, and we we loaded up at four thirty in the morning on uh, I want to say it was like January second because we went to Tulsa, Oklahoma first weekend out. But we we started the truck up for the first time at four thirty in the morning and uh, loaded it, and we we had to trailer pack down, and me, Mike, and uh, Mikey, you know, we drove all day, all night to Oklahoma, did the show. You know, we we had problems with uh, the orbital. We had you know. A little bit of shock issues here and there. I mean, we we had issues not all year, but we had just we were working the bugs out. And then, uh, you know, on the way out to Vegas, we had problems with the rig. And then just to get to Vegas, and you know, we we even joked about it the whole year at the shop building this truck. Like we're going to go out and we're going to win young men's with it. And that's what we did. We went out and Mikey messed up on his first uh, practice lap. But after after the second practice lap, when we seen how fast he was, and then we wanted to qualify. And we, 
we, we were kind of thinking, like, you know, we got this. All he's got to do is just keep his head straight. But the whole Vegas thing, everything, it was it was awesome. It was a good year. I couldn't have asked for anything better. You know, me getting a chance to drive full-time, him winning Young Guns, everything. Mike got inducted to the Hall of Fame. I mean, hopefully 2015, we can keep carrying everything with us. So you're speaking about the 2015 season. I'm just curious, uh, what's your uh, who's going to be your touring partner, and uh, what's the? Uh, I mean, you guys are all over the place, but uh, who's touring with who? Actually, we're we're all together for for all of our shows except for one one weekend. I think we got 11, 11 shows, and that one show, uh, me and Jimmy, uh, with higher education, we'll, we'll, we'll go to Richmond, and then uh, Mike and Mike is going to go to Jacksonville, but. Other than that, we're all together, so it doesn't matter what truck goes in which trailer, as long as, as long as we can get out of it. We're, we're going to throw parts in both trailers and bodies, and we're heading out. Uh, me and Mike are going to do Trent, New Jersey this weekend. We're going to leave Friday morning, but uh, next weekend or next week we'll leave on Wednesday, and we're, we're going to all drive down to Miami. We're going to stay out for seven weeks, and it's going to be one big parts trailer. And hopefully, we can have a good year. You know, I'm sure some stuff's going to get torn up. Now, speaking of uh, Trenton, which is coming up this weekend, um, just talk to us about that and how you're expecting to do this weekend. You know, it's the it's really the one of the first events, you know, before the 2015 season starts. I consider this weekend like the start of the of the first quarter. Um, just tell us, you know, like are you guys really prepared? Like, how do you think you guys are going to do? You know, because it is a very good lineup. Uh, this event. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm anxious and I'm nervous. You know, I'm excited. I, you know, I, I, it's going to be more of a testing track for me to get the truck ready because, like I said, I, everything's set up to me in there now. And you know, I, even the, all the stuff in the rear is still the same, but the front's different. Um, it's all going to be testing for me. If I get a win, a wheelie win, racing win, freestyle win, you know, that'd be cool. But I'm just going to go out, keep my head straight, and just get through the weekend and test the truck because. You know, next week we go to Miami, so we can't we can't go out and break too much stuff up because we got to come back and got to get the other trucks ready to go out too with us. So, um, just I'm just looking forward to get to the show and get back into the groove. I'm, I'm excited to actually have one show before I go into a stadium because that'll be my first stadium, also. Wow, that's that sounds pretty exciting, especially in a uh, small arena and. Uh, you uh, did a, a few uh, small arenas. Um, how do you, uh, I mean, I'm trying to put this in, how intimidating is a small arena? Um, I, wasn't, I don't know how to say intimidating. Um, they're, they're, they're just technical. You, get, you know, you got you to gotta have the brake on. You got to know the brake's there and just, it's definitely, it'll make you, it'll make you better. And then when, and then when you do get out and, and big open fields, it just makes you even better because you can just, you know, how to hit things in a different way because you got to watch how you do stuff in arenas and then you go out into a open field and you just, you know, you can let loose. Now, with the opponents biggest, you faced, oh, sorry, I... I'm sorry. I was just going to say, the biggest, the biggest thing in arenas is just watching that you don't, you don't want to do building damage. That's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing that's intimidating. Yeah. Well, uh, what I was going to ask you is, um, with the opponents you faced in your career so far um, in Monster Truck Throwdown, Monster Jam, who do you like running against the most? Um, uh, 
you know, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of uh, running like with a lot of different people. Um, majority of my shows, uh, I got, not majority of my shows, a lot of shows I did also this summer was, you know, a lot of just our trucks, our shows that we do, like our four trucks. Um, I like running with Cole and them. All they're 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 good people to run with. It. They make you laugh. They're fun. Um, I like running with you know my friends and stuff. All of course you know with Michael and Crustacean. Of course I like running with them. So we all can hang out. Steven, Hurricane Force, um, plus and Mikey. You know we all we we did that show in New Brunswick. All four of us. That was probably one of my one of my funnest shows that we did. You know all four of us together. That's you know best friends and we're trying to beat each other. Um, going, going back to, uh, your first time with the team, um, I know there's always fans that are starting to listen to our podcast and they don't have the, I guess, the father or the mother that worked on the garage that they were not handing out wrenches and, um, just wasn't, I mean, basically wasn't breathing in the monster truck world. Uh, I was just, uh, curious on, uh. What would you say to them uh, to help them out if they were ever interested in monster truck racing, basically walking on the same footpath that you did? Um, well, I, I, you know, I didn't know a whole lot either. I, I had a, a mindset. You know, I, I knew common sense stuff, little things like that. But you know, Mike Mike taught me a lot. You know, if he, you know, a lot of things that he's taught me that you know now I'm doing a lot by myself. And I think he actually forgets that he taught me that, and, and I'm doing all this work, but. Um, you know, I, I didn't really know a whole lot about motors or transmissions or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I knew monster trucks. Don't get me wrong. I watched it on TV and, um, you know, just like anybody else would, they really, you know, go help out at shows when I was a lot younger also. But, you know, I just, I got my opportunity to come down and, uh, Mike taught me everything from there. You know, I, I give him a lot of credit, but for somebody that wants to do it just like me, you just gotta, you know, keep driving you know, a lot of people nowadays, like, like Daniel Donnelly and, um, you know, other kids, you know, they go, they go to the shows and they, they talk to the people, the drivers and, you know, they come back and they help just, just pushing tires in or little things like that. That just, that, that helps you out. And then, you know, you come back to that, that show every year or somewhere around them and they come meet you and you just keep getting your foot one, one by one. In. And, you know, I, I've passed things on to Daniel Donnelly that, you know, he knows now and, um, just one big puzzle. That's what I tell a lot of people. It's one big puzzle with this. Once you get in and you know what you're doing, you just put the puzzle back together after it breaks. Um, with 2015 rapidly approaching, um, which events or events are you most looking forward to? You know, and you, you mentioned you know it's going to be your first time in stadiums. Which stadium are you more excited for this year? Um, I'm probably looking forward to Orlando just because it's the new, the new one, the new Orlando Citrus Bowl, and it's always warm in Florida too. Miami, I like Miami, but I'd say Orlando is probably going to be the one that I'll be more nervous for, but looking forward to. Yeah, that's it's pretty and uh, pretty cool, and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, you, hopefully, you get the deal also with Chris RL in uh, Montreal. Um, yeah, that's gonna uh, hopefully that happens out after first quarter. Um, are you uh are you uh aiming for that uh young guns uh chance for the world finals? Yeah, um I mean there's a lot more you know, there's a ton of ton of people out there that, that deserve to be in 
And you know, if I get the opportunity to get out there, it'll be it'll be once in a lifetime thing. And um, I'm gonna work hard this year, and I'm gonna stay consistent. I'm gonna keep my head straight. I don't want to go out and break up a whole lot of parts. Uh, I just want to have good, consistent freestyles. I want to stay strong in racing, and you know, do my wheelie contests is good. And yeah, it'd be awesome if they do choose me. If they don't choose me, I'm just I have I have fun just driving. So you know, to go out there and watch it also is you know is, is awesome. So I'm not. I'm not it's in the back of my mind, and you know, if if it comes, you know, it comes. If it doesn't, I'm not going to be upset, and I'll be out there with you, know, you guys. If you guys are out there, and anybody else, I'll sit and stand with you guys, and we'll watch the show and have a good time. Well, we're coming up to the uh, end here. Uh, is there anybody you'd like to thank uh, that's helped you so far in your career? Um, you know, of course, I got to thank Mike and Denise for giving me an opportunity to to drive. So. Everything that they have done for me, you know, I can't can uh, can't take that for granted. Um, uh, there's a bunch of people, you know, Mikey, Mari, Jimmy, Michael, Steven, um, Tim Mente, Trey Myers, and there's all kinds of people out there that, that helped me out and made me where I am now, and I, and I thank them. And of course, my mom and my grandmother and all them they support me, and my girlfriend puts up with a lot. So I can't thank her enough. But that's about it. Uh, before you, before we let you go here, uh, for the fans, any uh, websites or any, uh, uh, let's go, uh, any um, like a Facebook page or anything like that that fans can go uh, check out uh, Vodder's Motorsports, Black Stallion, and all the rest of the trucks. Yeah, um, we got the Vodder's Motorsports Facebook page, of course, with Higher Education and, and uh, Overkill Evolution. You know, make sure you like them up, and you know we're always putting up, you know, shop picks. All the road picks, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, I got a Facebook. You can go there and send me a phone request. I'll accept it. You see where I'm at. Um, you got the Vodders Motorsports Instagram, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Would like it up, and of course, we we always put what we're doing. With, you know, it's just like you're there. All right, Matt. Well, we'd like to thank you for uh, joining us for the uh, second edition. And we, me and Dan, hope that uh, your 2015 uh, first quarter goes really well. And uh, have a safe one. And Merry Christmas as well. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. And you guys have a Merry Christmas. And hopefully we'll see you on the road somewhere. 10-4. Have a good one. You too. Thank you, Matt Cody from Vodder Stable, and uh, everything that uh, you just informed us is pretty cool. And uh, good luck to your 2015 Monster Jam season. Uh, right now, we're gonna go ahead and uh, finish up here, guys. And I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that uh, our next week's podcast will be up and running on uh, Friday, uh, January second, uh, uh, just because um, New Year's Day is that Thursday again, and uh, 
we'll uh, try to get back to our regular schedule program on Thursday. But uh, just wanted to let you guys know that uh, we're going to push it a little bit next week on a Friday. Uh, so, uh, Brad, uh, we want to give a um, want to give any thank yous out. Want to thank for everyone that's been listening on this podcast and uh, anyone you want to thank. I'd like to thank uh, Dallas Glenn Rogers, aka Captain Awesome, for providing us with a great introduction for the show today. Um, if you're an announcer and you want to help us out by recording intros, let us know. Um, also, if you're a, a, a promoter or a team that would like to help us with a uh, product for giveaways that we want to do in the future, or if you want to come on the show, give us a shout at crushthispodcast at gmail.com. Also, like us on Facebook and on Instagram. And also want to let you guys know that next week's episode, we're going to have Steve Thompson Jr., uh, the part of uh, uh, Hurricane Force, and also the... Uh, new uh, turn down for what? Uh, throw down. Truck. Oh, throw down for what? Sorry about that. Throw down for what? Uh, backflip truck, which you guys also can uh, go to the um, monster truck throwdown.com uh, to get the DVD uh, throw down for what? And uh, like I said before, go monster truck throwdown.com, order yourself this DVD. By uh, Mr. Elliot himself. A lot of the guys that we raced with online helped them out with this DVD. I would say it's probably one of the best DVDs out there. Um, so uh, much uh, high-def stuff that's going on. And you see a little bit of what's going on in the summertime. And you also lead up to the world champion, Jer- uh, Jamie Gardner, in overboard monster truck so once again guys if you want to go to uh www.monstertruckthrowdown.com the other guest that we're going to have is also the 2013 arena monster jam arena wheelie champion and that would be brandon duroe in the bad news travels fast monster truck and uh we'll hear him up because he has a lot of big things coming up for the 2015 season and uh, we'll uh, can't wait to hear them. Well, for the second episode in a row, I'm Brad Shaw. I'm Dan Agosh. Keep her rubber side down, shiny side up.